Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet at Pat Unleashed or at JeffyJFR. Jeff Fisher filling in for Pat along with Jason Buttrell. Your Twitter account is what? At Jason Buttrell? At Jason Buttrell. Yeah. At Jason Buttrell. Um, you can... Uh, Pat is doing fine, by the way. I know he had surgery uh, this past Friday, and uh, he's home and feeling fine. A um, little sore, but uh, so far, all good. So thank you for all your thoughts and prayers. They worked. He's home. I don't know when he'll be back. I almost care, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, uh, it, it all worked. He's fine. Thank you for all your all your uh, all the people that were asking uh, this weekend. My gosh, this weekend was the Mercury Museum, the pop up museum, uh, twelve score and three years ago. Amazing. Uh, thank you to all the people that were here and we met throughout the weekend. Um, I was here Saturday and Sunday. It was packed. People going crazy. We saw the tours. I mean, there's some fav- some of my favorite. There's so many cool things throughout the museum. If you have an opportunity so cool. to come and see it, um, do so. You It'll be back open again uh, the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Uh, it's going dark these next couple of days. Uh, I don't know. Apparently Mercury One wants to take a break. Pfft, whatever. The quality on this is like hard to really describe unless you see it. I know because did you go to did you go to the uh, like they had the little VIP mm-hmm. thing? That the, the, oh the yeah, people no, I did not go to that. So they, they mentioned there that the African American Museum is partnered yes. uh, with Mercury One for this. Along with the uh, Lincoln Museum. Right. Yes. So the African American Museum wants to make this like a permanent exhibit in their big time museum. That's and how they good should. this is. Yes, and they absolutely should. Like like the beginning, like when you first walk in. My favorite I, most, I think that's my favorite my favorite part. If there's a if there's a, if there's a favorite part and it's you know still horrific, but if there's a favorite part to this this museum, it would be the beginning. Yeah, for me, with the replica of the slave ship, uh, and in the beginning, it shows it has diagrams, uh, blueprints of what they, how they drew uh, slave ships, and and how we're shipping slaves still today, uh, in the in the around the world. And then uh, you know you walk into this replica of a slave ship, and I did a Facebook live on it. If you have an opportunity to go to Jeff Fisher Radio, you can see that, and I think it was on Instagram live as well uh, on Instagram on one of my shows or Instagram TV or one of those. Anyway, just uh, come to the museum is what you need to do. <laughs> I, I, it's just that simple. Mercury one.org. Get your tickets. And on the 4th of July, we're having a big 4th of July party that you can come and join yeah. um, at uh, the Texacan hotel in Irving. Uh, we're, you know, big barbecue, see some fireworks. Now I don't know what that, I didn't see a cost on that. So that particular email, I guess will be coming out soon. Because uh, I think that for you listening to this broadcast, you have to pay. <laughs> I know, I know. I was because I was actually willing to pay, and the guy goes, "Oh no, no, Jeff, come on." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> that would be dope, though. I, I looked at the. Uh, I, I just was looking at the pictures right before we went on air, and the, the hotel is pretty cool looking. There's like they had a big outside area where it looked like some like where you could like play little games and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what they have planned, but it's probably gonna be pretty dope. That area is like an up and coming area. One of area the fastest right growing areas in Irving. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice. There's like a ton of like sports bars around there. So even after like you're done there, you could just scoot like right across the street and hang out. That's probably what I'm gonna do. I'm for sure. The <laughs> well, after party. I thought you were gonna be with the family watching fireworks. Well, so you're pff- just gonna say <laughs> family. Just gonna say, hey, don't uh 
I'll be back. <laughs> Keep playing your stupid little horseshoes over here, over at the like hotel. The, and Like when I was a kid. What happened to your dad? I don't know. He's down at the corner. He's down yeah. at the bar. Uh, he just goes, he just disappears. <laughs> Shut up. You know you're going to be right with me. <laughs> they're they're going to be over there, and you're going to see us two walk across the street, <laughs> trying to see, <laughs> waving goodbye. Yeah, see you later. Take care. Uh, you could go ahead. If you need to leave, leave. Yeah. <laughs> I got an Uber picking me up here in about six hours. <laughs> six hours. <laughs> <laughs> so uh busy weekend and if you have an opportunity to come and see the museum it's you know well worth your well worth your time and money so mercuryone.org and there's still an opportunity to uh uh join in on glenn tours david barton tours but i don't know why you would want to go on one of their tours when you could join Stu and myself on a tour uh this friday the 5th uh so go to mercuryone.org and sign up for that now i realize that I realize Stu's going to be there, and that's a problem. But, you know, <laughs> we'll suffer through together, okay? Uh, so you still have an opportunity to do that, mercuryone.org. And one of the cool stuff, at the end, they have the Mercury One store. I'm going go, to go, I want one of those Unity hats. Well, there's a really, really cool-looking white Unity hat. If I see Glenn Beck wearing that thing on the air today, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. He's going he's gonna to piss me off. Because I can feel him wearing that on the air today. And it's going to tick me off because I almost got it. Today. I almost walked over there this morning and got one just to wear it on the air. <laughs> just to beat him to the punch. Oh, I should have done that. I think Glenn's the only one in the network allowed to wear a hat during a broadcast, which also pisses me off to no end. Um, that may be true, except that I almost walked over there and put a hat <laughs> on my head this morning because I was going to beat him to the punch. Now what's he going to do? Or am I going to end up on the street like I've been before? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh Actually, the best part of the museum is Glenn apparently has like a modern day Indiana Jones that will go in and bring artifacts out of some of these places. And there is an ISIS Bible that was yes. shot. Yes, yes, yes. Um, apparently, this guy that's a really big deal went over to Iraq and, and got that Bible and pulled it out and has a great story I about was, it. I was, looking, uh, I was looking at that. Uh, is that out there? <laughs> yeah, that's out there. Is, that, is it out there in the museum? <laughs> As if you didn't know. Shut because up. Uh, there's some crappy Bible out there. It's got like a bullet hole in it and everything. Is oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. Is oh. that the one? Oh, yeah, crappy. Is that the mm -hmm. one? Yeah, that's the one. I know I know what you're Tell doing. Tell your here. silly story. Because <laughs> so, a great story. So, 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 yeah, so uh, this, this is, and all of these like artifacts have a lot of, have their own story to them. And they if, if you do the tour with Glenn Amazing. and David Barton, oh, my gosh. Like, you will get in-depth of it's, every single one of them. Myself and Stu. Oh, yeah, and there's those two guys that also talk and stuff. <laughs> During the during the tours, we know the stuff. <laughs> um, but this but this one Bible, yeah, it's and it's on display. Like 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 Jeffy was saying, like you go through and it's like different, you know, eras of slavery and the ISIS uh, portion is is a big part of that. And um, the Bible that I found in Iraq, there was this one area near Mosul that had just been vacated by ISIS. We were the first ones. The people from the Blaze were the first ones to go go through this one Amazing. town. It was so oh my gosh, it was it was horrifying, so sad, um, and actually kind of. Just I don't want to say frightening, but it was it was tense because they ISIS had just left that area, and uh, the first thing I said was, "Can we go to the church?" And all these little Christian communities in that area they're ancient, and the church is the dead center it's focal of, point of, of the, it's the city, the focal yeah. point, right? So I went in there. We first thing they did when we opened up the doors is there was the pulpit, and there was a Bible, uh, like kind of like hung on a little ledge on the pulpit, and it had a single seven point six two round straight through the middle. And so the people said that that's kind of common. Like when the, before when they vacated it, they would set that up. The the symbol that the most yeah, yeah. That, that, that symbolized that the most. They would take a shot, and it was the Bible, like the main Bible of that church. Took a shot through it, and then they you know and retreated they and right. went off. 
But it was funny. I was like, I, I was like, hey, uh, can I uh, grab that? You know, like my I boss has a museum. You would have asked. I just got, that's the kind of stuff you just got to. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? <laughs> is that rubble in the corner in the back? Right. <laughs> and the Bible is in my pocket. Now you got to deep pocket that stuff. I, I, yeah, I, I did it the right way. I asked ah, for permission. Right. And it was funny. Like At first, they, they denied me and said, oh, no, 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 no. So I started breaking out the wallet. You know what I mean? I was prepared to, to go nice, all the way. We could, we'd need this bad boy. That but, was a good call. But but they were but they were really cool. I was with the, Kur, uh, the Kurds there. And they were like just awesome hosts. And they ended up donating it to the museum so it's pretty right. cool that's for the museum for the museum it's for the museum that's it i'm not trying to sell it online <laughs> the museum really we'll tell your story we promise <laughs> all right so we'll get to uh, some of the bigger stories i've got a couple of uh a, a, a huge story that uh jason you're gonna you're gonna be amazed at but we got to talk about trump and north korea we got to talk about antifa there was some some big things that happened over the weekend as well yep. but i want to tell you about uh rid um, Cheryl from Texas said that, uh, Hey, I listen to Pat, Keith and Jeffy every day at the end of December, I started a keto diet or keto diet and uh, chose to give Riduzone a chance to help me with that today, 65 pounds lighter. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. Congratulations. Uh, thanks for sharing Cheryl. I mean, you look, you might not lose 65 pounds, but if you find yourself overeating, uh, that makes you become, um, overweight. Uh, you should know that Riduzone is formulated to help you fight food cravings and stop eating when you're full. Now, Riduzone contains OEA. It's a molecule that naturally is present in your body, some of us more than others. Uh, OEA sends a signal to your brain that you're full. <laughs> My OEA signal has been dead for 100 years. But if your signal isn't strong enough, like mine, you're going to keep eating and gaining weight. Riduzone developed to help your stomach send a signal to your brain so you can feel fuller naturally. It's not a stimulant. doesn't contain caffeine. It only contains OEA. Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Ray Unleashed. All right, welcome to it. Jeff Fisher and Jason Buttrell filling in for uh, Pat today, 888-900-3393. He is uh, fine. Just another quick reminder on him and his surgery. He's home and, uh, you know, still sore, obviously, and uh, recuperating, but uh, but doing well. And, uh, you know, hope and pray that it uh, does what it's supposed to do for the man. So before we get to uh, uh, Trump and uh, North Korea, and Antifa. I just want to tell you that this news uh, broke over the weekend, and I, I'm excited. I'm excited. A uh, product designer in England uh, recently won an award for a new kit that would allow men to actually lactate and breastfeed their baby. What? And so I am, uh, I am excited for you guys out there that want to do this. Uh, guys already have the necessary breast tissue, but it's dormant. Yeah, because it's from a guy. So it's not just dormant. It just means it doesn't work that way. So she put together a prototype kit that includes a male maternity bra, a breast pump, but the lactation part involves two hormone pills. One is a birth control pill that a lot of women take called progestin that tricks your body into thinking you're pregnant. And the other pill makes you produce something called prolactin, which causes lactation. So you'd start taking the first one in nine months ahead of time. 
And then the second one, four times a day for six weeks before the due date. And she says combining them will make men lactate so they can breastfeed. Or uh, as she calls it, chest feed. <laughs> so perfectly natural. Kind, you perfectly natural except. With a cocktail of <laughs> these things that are probably not FDA approved. Perfectly Perfectly, I think they are. Are they? I think these are. Yeah, they're they're FDA approved. I don't know if they're FDA approved for men, but they're probably it doesn't matter. You know, right? Once they're FDA approved, FDA said, "Well, yeah, they're for women. Go ahead." And they didn't realize that. What if we give them to men? See, normally this would be a side effect that would come on after they talk about it. You know, like when they have those crazy side effects for drugs. And this would be a side effect that would say, "Oh crap!" It, 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 that's like you know, if it, like you know, erectile dysfunction may be a product of one of these, then we'd say, no, no, no. Yes. Now, this would be like, if you combine all these 12 drugs, lactation from your chest, if you're a male, may happen. You'd be like, okay, <laughs> screw that. I'm not no, doing, I'm that. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, amazing to me that uh, we are at this point. I mean, that's a, that's a fascinating point to me. I mean, I, men can't have babies. Let's be clear about that. Men can't have babies. So let's just leave it there. I know that we've had uh, big arguments about that in several places around the world these days, uh, most particularly, you know, men having babies, but they weren't men. They were women who were just saying they were men. So they weren't men because men can't have babies. It's just that simple. But. Hey, take your progestin and your prolactin and <laughs> feed that kid with your chest milk if you want. I, I I saw Meet the Parents. You know, you you know, you can milk anything that has nipples. You know. So men Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. Okay, so uh Trump this weekend. Uh you know, we've had the G twenty talk and uh, you know, Friday we had Friday and, and Saturday and, and I think even Thursday we had some some of the Trump talk and we had the uh, you know his uh, my one of my favorite scenes with him and, and uh, Vladimir when all the press was going are you going to tell Vladimir are you going to tell Vladimir that uh, that he stop 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 interfering in the election stop interfering in the election stop interfering in the election so Trump is like sitting there with with uh, Vladimir and they're taking pictures for the press and he's like yeah hey. Don't mess with my elections. <laughs> <laughs> there, you happy? I told him. Get, shut up. That's amazing. It's so the, funny. The, the G20 is what they were at, and that's the, probably, to me, is the most pointless thing that, <laughs> that we have to do every year. Do we have to? I, do, do we? I mean, I guess we do. I guess we do. I, I really don't get it. Big decisions aren't made there. Big conversations, like they they overblow, but like they have these phone co- these conversations on the phone anyway all the right. time. You know, right. I mean, nothing. There's barely ever a breakthrough that happens. It's literally just a giant photo op. Right. It's like, hey, where are we having it now? The Swiss. I think they all get together beforehand and go, hey, let's do it this year in where, Cancun. Where do we want to go next? How about Cancun? That yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. And the year after, let's do the French uh, French yes. Riviera. Let's yeah. do uh, yeah, and then we'll have our photo op, photo op, and then their families go off and do and party and, and party whatever. afterwards. Yeah. This is the only. And point I'm a of fan the G20. of that actually. I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of a fan with that. If I, if you could do Perks it, why wouldn't job. you? If you could do it, why wouldn't you? Yeah, but I it does seem like this is something. Well, Trump loves these photo ops, though, but this does sure. seem like once in a while that this would be something that Trump would say, "Eh, we don't need to do that anymore." But he loves messing with these people. Yeah. You know, that remember that wasn't wasn't it the, was I don't know if it was the first one. I think it was the first one that he went to. Remember when he was walking through the crowd and he just 
wormed his way up to the oh, front. Oh, yeah. And I could just see it. Oh, just straight cut somebody off. Cut them all right off to the go middle. all the way up front. It was <laughs> great. She was like, no, 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 no. I'm up front. Know your place. <laughs> I'm up front. I must be in the front row because that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> I don't care where you think I'm standing. I'm standing up here. He's like, who are you? What piss at country do you run? Yeah, step back. <laughs> it was so good. It was Did one you, of my favorites. That's what, that's actually, that's another perk of this, of the G20. The only thing that's cool about it is seeing like the snubs. Did you see yes. Justin Trudeau? Yes. And Bolsonaro? See, I didn't see the whole, I mean, I saw the <laughs> clip where he, you know, where it appears that he gets the snub, you know, the, the I saw the. The tweet that says nobody wants to talk to Justin Trudeau or whatever yeah. it was is funny, but I would have liked to have seen the whole thing because I don't know that it actually was a snub. You know, some of those shots are taken so short a time, that time frame that you think, well, you know, maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was already talking to him before they had turned. You know what I mean? I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It, I didn't, if you go with just that clip, it was great. It looked like Trudeau was looking for the introduction handshake. That's what it looked like. That's why it looks so bad. And like it shows like a, it shows what like it shows like 15 seconds before he attempts to make the handshake. And poor Justin Trudeau looks like the bring your kid to work Little day. Kid. He looks he, he's sitting there, you know, his dad let him sit in the seat. And he's Yay. all looking around like, oh, hi. why won't anybody talk to me? You hi. know, it's like the, yeah. And so finally, he's like, screw, it, I'm just going for it. So he put those his hand out and put his hand on his shoulder. Bolsonaro was like, uh uh-uh, uh, not nah. happening. I know they, they made a big deal about uh, Ivanka <laughs> trying to worm her way in too with, yeah. the, with the big shots. And <sighs> oh, AOC, Ocasio Cortez. Did you see her tweet on that? Uh, I don't know. She's all, maybe, you know, we do maybe, have an AOC story too today that's remarkable. She's like, maybe Ivanka should have some experience oh, yes, in the national yes. relations. Shut up. Are you some kidding experience. me? Are you, what are you talking about, bartender? Bartender? Shut up with your experience. Oh my gosh. Like she like the the one person that should just keep her freaking mouth shut yes. on experience. Yes. Not only does she embarrass herself every single day on things she should know about. Yes. Her degrees in international relations, economics, and she knows clearly knows nothing of either. And but she wants to talk about mm, she has some experience. Shut up. Yes. I like the uh you know, she was been remarking that uh the uh internment camps were uh like uh holocaust camps yeah uh and um the uh 93 year old holocaust survivor that offered to take her uh and show her around and show her the differences between them uh he now and since she turned him down he now wants her wants aoc out of congress and given the nobel prize in stupidity <laughs> oh wow for concentration camp oh uh, my gosh in stupidity for concentration camp comments that's so good yet again another example of why that group the generation was the greatest generation uh ed mossberg 93 years old one of the few people still alive to survive the nazi camps lives in new jersey now uh, he spoke to the new york post she should be removed from congress she's spreading anti-semitism hatred and stupidity the people on the border aren't forced to be there they go there on their own will if someone doesn't know the difference, either they're playing stupid or they just don't care. It's not just about the intent or the status of the people at the border, but the offensiveness of the comparison itself. Mossberg's whole family was killed, murdered by the Nazis. He was the lone survivor, made it out of two concentration camps. I mean, the guy, wow. this guy is amazing. Well, uh, for his point, that he's seen. Jeffy, for his point to be valid, that would mean that, like if, if when the migrants come up to these camps... That it, it's it, that you would have to assume that they could, if they didn't want to go there, they could just turn around and go back to where they came from. If right. that's true, right. then that's right. Right. You and know. we all know that that's 
Oh, wait a True. minute. True. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, fascinating how we're letting that slide with uh, with these um, detention camps being even thought of like the uh, concentration camps. And it seems that it's pretty pretty thorough in the thought that they're like that and we're hurting people and i just it's oh it, go we just need to put up big signs turn around it's jeff it, it, and it's it's a stop it's a concentrated effort like i think there's like a think tank pushing them like talking surprise points. Me. because remember just before that uh the time magazine like released that one thing about the uh the uh the migrants that when they're like the overflow area, when they're getting too full in the, in the, in the detainment right. camps down at the border, that they were sending them up to a military base, but they, oh, did, yes. but they oh, didn't yes. say military base. They said, uh, what, what they call it. They, they said concentration camp. Yeah, It was some sort of, it was some sort of other camp though. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but for jet, for the Jap, for Japanese, like tented during camps World War II. or whatever. Yeah. What they call internment camp, internment camp. Yeah. They said like the internment camps that the Jap, uh, it, it said it sent them to an internment camp that held Japanese during World War II. Right, 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 right. And I read that and I was like, what? They made it sound like it was somewhere out in the desert and it was previously closed <laughs> forever because of the stain and on the country. What, right, that's what we think of, of those camps. Yeah, exactly. It, it was Fort Frickin' Sill, one of the largest military bases in the country. It's home to uh, the Marine Corps' artillery school, uh, the Army's artillery school, a huge place. Amazing. Come on. Amazing. Uh, let me tell you about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, Glenn and Tanya started uh, realestateagentsitrust.com for a real simple reason, uh, to help people sell their house for a top dollar and as quickly as possible. If you're like me, you've uh, moved around quite a bit and you've sold homes, uh, you've bought high and sold low. Uh, that is a process that's supposed to be reversed. <laughs> <laughs> but for me it wasn't i wish i would have had realestateagentsitrust.com look market value for your home can't be done by an algorithm it takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and to price your home to sell quickly for top dollar these agents are experts in your neighborhood the home sellers are genuinely like the agent they choose to trust their home to look they're fans of the show they're fans of this network they're like you uh, they do business like you and share your values. So don't hire a friend or a relative. It's probably not going to work out very well when uh, Cousin Eddie is trying to sell your home on Thursday when he's got nothing better to do. Uh, you're going to want a professional. Uh, go to uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, we can uh, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can uh, tweet at Pat Unleashed or uh, at Jeffy JFR at Jason Buttrell if you're on uh, if you're on Twitter. Um, and of course, you should uh, you should uh, subscribe to uh, well this show's podcast. Pat Gray Unleashed is fine. You can go and download a <laughs> podcast, listen whenever you want. But most importantly, you should you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. That's a podcast on this network available wherever free podcasts are sold. And it's, uh, it's a daily podcast that uh, is done by uh, me. And it's uh, a lot of fun. We have uh, a lot of great guests and a lot of great stories and a lot of fun. And I try to steer away from the political stuff. 
just because it gets so maddening and so many other people are uh, covering so much of the same stuff. I just try to keep chewing the fat uh, away from it. It does head that direction from time to time, but I try not to. Um, all right. Where do you want to go? You want, you want, uh, you want Kim? Yeah. Or you want Antifa? I want Kim first. Uh, okay. I don't think we've gone far enough on that. Do we, okay. do we even have time to go through this? Well, we can do, we can do a little bit. Look, we've got, uh, we can do a little bit. We can show you, we can show you the video of, uh, of Trump crossing. Uh, uh, we can show you, we just have a collection of Trump's visit to North Korea. Let's do that. We do definitely have time for that. Let's show that. And actually, uh, Donald Trump tweeted this out last night. So, hey, look at me. <laughs> So he's seeing all the artifacts in the in the DMZ zone, meeting the military, signing his name. And here we are at the the border at the DMZ. Huge shakes Kim's hand. He's the first one. He crosses the border right there, man. First sitting U.S. president. And then Kim comes back across. Right about the flag. That we and then uh, they show Trump with uh, the South Korea president. Um, it's uh, wow. Okay, so it's I want to say that it's huge, and it is huge, right? I mean, it's the first it's the first sitting president to you know go into North Korea, and he's meeting with the leaders, and he's Trump is facing facing all the the struggles head on. Um, we'll show you the actual, uh, you know, the actual happening of when he crossed the line, uh, when they, when they went into a little bit longer, uh, than that, uh, recap of his trip to North Korea. But, uh, he had a, uh, uh, when he and Kim meet for the first time, we have time for that, but run that. To he walks up, shakes his hand, and he says, hey, what's happening? That's what he said. What's happening? What's happening, I think he's more going to suck. He crosses over. Hey, here we go. I love the press. The North Korea press are all just shooting here. You can bet on that. Yeah, they better do it right or can be shooting them. I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, look, he's still he's still uh, shooting people in town square. Yeah. I mean, they are still assassinating people in town square as, as we speak. <clears throat> what's what's crazy about that is the uh, the, the lead-up. So before we get into the ramifications of this, I guess probably after the break, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the lead-up to this was so off the cuff. From I was reading one report about how he was at uh, Trump was at the G20. He was probably bored. He probably rode the Ferris wheel a few times over there in Japan, like the rest of them are doing with the family, <laughs> um, pretending that uh, important things go on there. Right. But he just calls up uh, North Korea. He's like, "Hey, what do you think? Let's meet." I can tell you from being in that the security industry before on executive protection that President That's Trump would worst. be he would be a night that situation is the worst. Yeah, the worst. And this would be a nightmare scenario for them. Well, you can you there's stories backstories uh, between uh, the new press secretary Grissom and the press uh, and North Korea security. 
Uh, and you saw there, there's another longer video of that event that uh, people are all, get out of the way, move, move. There, it's there. I mean, it's so disheveled. I mean, everything is just so messed up. Oh, my god! Nobody knows what they're doing. This would have taken months yeah. to plan. They probably did it in 72 hours yeah. or something like that. That's insane. Yeah, our guys probably never slept. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, man. But this is you can't, man. I don't know. I, again, I don't know if I have time right now. Well, yeah, I do. This this is historic. It's crazy historic. Yeah. I did not remember when the pictures came out of Pompeo. Like, like they released these. Like it was almost a yeah. leak of Pompeo yeah. shaking the hand with the North, his North Korean counterpart. That was crazy. I never thought I'd see that. This is an American president walking into North Korea. I know. This is amazing. It really is amazing. Now, will it go anywhere? Ah, well, we can get back to that later, but you can't understate this. This is historic and amazing. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also, eh, they appear to lead people to uh, overeat. So the bottom line is you need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is um, really no fun really in real life so what you need to do is take field of greens by Brickhouse nutrition one scoop of field of greens full serving of real usda certified organic fruits and vegetables helps boost your immunity using antioxidants prebiotics probiotics you don't even know need to know what those are doesn't even matter what prebiotics and probiotics are doesn't matter go to brickhousepat.com brickhousepat.com get 15 percent off your order uh your first order with the offer code Pat, BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone <laughs> number. Jeff Fisher and Jason Butchel filling in for uh, Pat Unleashed today on the Blaze Radio and Television Network. So uh, back to uh, the uh, the Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un handshake. <laughs> In North Korea, and Trump uh, actually walking across the uh, walking across the border on into North Korea, first sitting U.S. president to do so, uh, and uh, it was uh, it was pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable that it happened. And before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, how remarkable it was and what a uh, the logistics of that, just that uh, was uh, you know it was pretty huge, and it was done in such a short period of time because Trump is like, you know. I just want to go. Let's go meet him. Let's go over there and meet him. I'm Donald Trump. Let's go over there. Kimmy will come across the line. He's I, fine. Absolutely. And I can't imagine on that level what that would have taken. I was I was telling you during the uh, during the commercial break that uh, like because before when I was in the executive protection and I was actually part of Glenn's team, I remember we were in Europe. Uh, Man, I hated vacation. you then, by the way. Did, shut up. Shut up. No, you didn't. Um, they, I remember being there and in somewhere in Europe, I won't say where we were in Europe. And then Glenn just at random was like, you know what? I think I want to go to Greece. I know. The thing is, when you say at random, but we had, I remember talking about that one other time with him, uh, you know, prior to him actually going, which ticked me off that I wasn't there with him, but the, <laughs> I would have loved to have gone. I would have loved to have been there, but he was thinking, maybe we should probably do that. Well, and remember, you remember what was going on then? Was yes. The country well, was collapsing. Yeah. It was like the bad. economy was uh, on the verge of outright collapse. Uh, yeah. Riots, I mean, to put it mildly, were dog, out in the streets. I mean, just packs of dogs running around. It was, it bad. was nuts. Yeah. And yeah, um, I remember. So we're trying to scramble to get this to, to going. And I remember there was a. Uh, so we ended up locking on a plane to, to land in Athens. 
And we had gotten report that some of the rioters were shooting at the planes as they were landing. Nice. That's how bad this was. But Glenn's like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. And we're like, uh, uh, and he's like, yeah, let's, let's just kind of, let's go tonight. How about that? Let's go tonight. We're like, what? Are you kidding me? There's like three of us to plan this. And this is just for Glenn, you know, like not on the scale of, right. you know, a major, you know, head to head official meetup in North Korea. Were you with us when we landed in Egypt? No. Oh, cause we, we were coming back from, oh, Jerusalem, right? We we're coming back from Jerusalem and we were going to go, we were going to South Africa. Yeah. yeah I remember. As we had to stop in Egypt for refueling. And they were like, don't open the windows. <laughs> uh, here's the, the, the pilots on the plane were like, here's your passports. If they board the plane, they might board the plane. And if they ask you for your ID, just give them the passport. Don't say anything. Just give them the passport. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to board the plane or not. But just we're going to refuel. And then we're going to go. Okay, They're letting us land. Don't open the window. Who's not going to open the windows now? You tell, if you tell me, <laughs> right. me not to open the window, I'm opening the window. Okay. Let's be clear about that. That's why, I, that's why I'm me. So, you know, I open the window surrounded by military. Wow. Completely surrounded by military. They didn't board the plane, but they just, they were surrounded us the entire time with uh, armed military uh, personnel and vehicles. And it was like, get your fuel. Get out. What does the windows have it to do with anything? They, I, you know, like, I guess they just didn't want us to let the light out, you know, so you we're staring at the military out the windows, you know. Special yeah. bulletproof window yeah, shades. Well, no, no, <laughs> right, right. I th- it was more it was more of don't entice them, you know, don't show them you don't show that we're staring at them. We just want to get our fuel and get off. Yeah. You know? I, that's not where I thought you were gonna take it. I thought oh. they were gonna say like Glenn is going to see something interesting out there. And oh, yeah, say, no. you know, while we're here uh, can we talk can we talk to him? Can we, can we talk to him? <laughs> can we just drive off, you can know? We talk to him? <laughs> how long we got now? We'll we got a camera, we'll just talk to the military guys, see how they're doing. <laughs> Nothing bad will happen. See, that is totally something that, that is would happen. Absolutely possible. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. But it was uh it was pretty amazing to be I mean yeah. it was just like Okay, just please hurry. <laughs> be nice, thank you. But the logistics, you know, have got to be a nightmare. Now we saw how, um, you know, that we saw him go across the border and we saw the crowd and stuff. But Suzanne Grisham, uh, the uh, new press secretary, who or Stephanie Grisham, if you uh, if you think that uh, Huckabee Sanders was uh, pro-Trump, uh, she is Trump through and through, man. She bleeds Trump. The new press secretary. Uh, she's going to be doing both now, I guess, for a little while, right? She's going to be do, doing Donald and POTUS. Yeah. So uh, she's doing I mean, that's a lot flutus. of work. Or not ever FLOTUS. <laughs> or the wife. Yeah. The wife. I bring, I bring her along for photo ops. <laughs> she looks beautiful. Everybody loves her. <laughs> work on your internet thing. Whatever you're doing over there, it's cute. And, uh, the, she had a scuffle with the, uh, with the North Korean security to get the press, our press, into this room that they went into, this, this meeting that they had that Trump had with, with Kim. And apparently our guys were outnumbered by the North Korean security. So, which, I don't know, that doesn't necessarily really surprise me. No. But uh, she uh, she got scuffed up, pushed around, uh, trying to get our press in. So the next time that somebody tells you that this country is oppressive, shut up. <laughs> But here's the video of that. 네, 자유의 집 내부 화면입니다. 
네, 카메라가 지금 이동하고 있고요. 정상이 간 곳을 향해서 카메라가 가고 있습니다. 카메라가 어디까지 들어갈 수 있을지 모르겠습니다만 카메라가 새 정상이 있는 곳을 향해서 이동하고 있는 장면입니다. 화면이 다소 흔들리는 점은 양해를 구하겠습니다. I don't know. You, you would you would think that they would have been given say hey this this woman you know needs a little bit more right. you know she uh, gets a little more latitude let's move on. Yeah. yeah. I, but like so the press for like in a security situation the press is probably one of the biggest obstacles right. in, in these you know situations. And you saw in one of the in one of the some of the footage that you see and, and we I didn't have it but you when uh, Trump and Kim come walking back in back to South Korea uh, you hear them saying, they're going straight, they're going straight, get out of the way, move, move, move. And they're moving everybody around, and everybody's trying to move. They're all freaked out because they don't know where they're going or what they're doing. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of the same way here, too. It's like, I just... Yeah. Well, I mean, so the the, the, pr- the press are always going to, like, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. Right. So security is already, like, uh, you know, heightened, you know, ha- have a heightened sense when there's a lot of press around. But also, so some of the biggest assassinations in history... Have happened like that. Have happened like that. Yes. With people posing as, you know, press, getting into areas... Or in the crowd, like anyway, in the crowd of the press. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, so th- th- that sounds very bad. It doesn't look great, but I mean, but I completely get it. You know, for, I, I I completely get it. From, even yes, from the North Korean uh, perspective, right. it. it's just it's it's a tense uh, situation. And what? plus, again, they had just a matter of hours to set this up. Yeah, so nobody, Nor- how, we don't even know how long they had to set up their end. I mean, Kim might have told them that morning, "We're doing it." Yeah, get uh, your yeah. men together. Yeah, or I'll shoot you. But but before, <laughs> like, if it would have done been done with a ample time to prepare for this, the, the press would have been cordoned off. You know, security personnel would have been like, hey, this woman is part of the administration. Right. The reason I'm explaining this is because people are going to make it seem like we were, uh, we were disrespected. I don't see it that way. It was just a I, very, very chaotic situation, s- situation yes, with not enough time to prepare. So we were not disrespected here. I just want to make that clear. We were not disrespected. I, I didn't. I, I, these situations are so that's what I was talking about, even with the even at the, at the G20. So many times we see little snippets but the full snippet right. proves that that little snippet was right. really not right. It's not wrong because right. it was just a it's just a small part of the big picture. Yeah, you know? and so I think that's what this is as well. Oh yeah, and it's, that's the age we're living in. It's gold. There's there's media. There's cameras everywhere. You know, you can like take us. You know, Glenn talks a lot about deep fakes and how you can make things you know look differently and fake videos. It, and that's very very dangerous um, and scary. But you don't even have to do that now. Like you said, you can take a little snippet of something, blow it up into a huge deal, yeah. and then boom, and it's over. Run with it. Yeah, it's over. It's viral. It's done. And the mainstream media is very very guilty in doing. Oh it. Oh my right. gosh, they're complicit in many of it. There's no question about that. Now we talked about. I don't know what becomes of this uh, of the Trump yeah. Kim meeting. Uh, you know what what happens after what happens before. You know he's taken a lot of heat from you know oh my a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, Democratic presidential hopefuls have uh, have been taking off after him. And the, my favorite was uh, a previous uh, Hillary Clinton uh, was on the View. Man, am I bummed I missed that show. <laughs> I, I, you watch this clip and you want to watch the entire show. So I apologize 
I apologize in advance because you're going to say to yourself, hey, fat man, why didn't you just air the entirety of that show? (laughs) Because we can't. It's The View. But uh, if we could, we would. Because it is really, really good. But here's Hillary uh, trouncing Trump uh, after the first time that uh, he was with him. So it doesn't help for the president on Twitter to insult South Korea. Yeah, that is right. not right. useful in our trying to bring people together right. to deal with what is a very serious yeah. threat to yeah. our yeah. own national security. Oh, God, yeah. And, and, and whoopee. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Like she knows what she's talking about. Yep, yep. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It's agonizing. But, uh, yeah, those tweets uh, didn't mean anything, did they? Nope, Kevin Trump just met at the line. Right, no, right. It didn't be a thing, Hillary. You know why? Because everybody looked at those tweets like, oh, Don, <laughs> what are you doing? Funny, cute, move on. And did you see the current backlash? Oh, my gosh. I one of, This is one of my the most ridiculous. So although they all have come out against Trump for doing this. Of course. Um, another White House hopeful, uh, Representative Tim Ryan, Democrat from Ohio, this just this about triggered the heck out of me. <laughs> he said, uh, what, "What did he say? That I was on CNN. Uh, he said, uh, this is a quote. They talk about historic moments. This is historic. Him going to North Korea is like Chamberlain going to talk to Hitler. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. The, the the physical act of Chamberlain traveling to talk to Hitler was not a bad thing." Anytime you have leaders coming to talk to avert war, it's not a bad thing. No. The Chamberlain appeasement moment happened when they gave him uh, the Sudetenland in Czechoslovakia. Or Czechoslovakia. Like it, yeah. That was the appeasement moment. Now, there, this would be a qu- for his anal- little stupid little analogy to, to make any sense. <laughs> Would be if like Trump went over there and said, "Okay, yeah, you know, no worry, uh, Kim. We're just gonna give you South frickin' Korea. That would be like yours. Chamberlain. It's all yours. It's just all roll yours. through. We're standing down. It's all yours. Hey, look, hold on a second. Back. Hey, Moon. Hey, yeah, no, look, he, it's your. It's his now. Uh, your what? what? Wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's not your country anymore. <laughs> exactly. I, I just decided. There's nothing wrong with speaking. We should be speaking. Yes. The, the thing is, if, if it will come down to it, and I'll just blow through this really quick because I don't want to make it draw it out, but this is there's only two options now I see going forward with this. Will it amount to anything? Maybe not. But if it does, it'll probably look like this. One, North Korea is never going to give up their nuclear weapons. They're not going to do it. They have dozens of nuclear weapons. They're not going to give them up. They spent too much for them. So... One deal could be that uh, Trump says, okay, look, we recognize the fact that you're a nuclear nation. He's going to get killed a lot by uh, Democrats for this. Probably some Republicans, too. But he's pro- I don't see what other option he has. So he's going to say, look, don't make any more nuclear weapons. We recognize you as a nuclear weapon, but you cease production going forward. That's option one. Option two is they do denuclearize, and China steps in and says we will include China as, as part of our nuclear umbrella. So we are their okay. protectorate. Now, North Korea is probably not going to want to do that. Because no, but they don't that's want- really almost the case now, though, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I think option one is probably what's going to happen. It will be a, another historic uh, uh, agreement and another historic visit between the two leaders. I think if I had to look into the future, that's probably what's going to happen. Okay. Um, we talked about um, traveling around the world to different places and uh, seeing things and uh, going, off the, uh, going off the beaten path. Well, imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your thirst for history and love of the country. Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, relaxing poolside on the deck. Sound enticing? Uh, I'm in. Yes, uh, yes it does. <laughs> uh, this will help it along a little bit. You can join Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, <laughs> David Barton, and Rabbi Lappin 
and myself on a 14-day adventure. And myself, it says, and myself in the copy. I'm going. <laughs> it says myself on this copy. I am going. <laughs> so uh, join me. Uh, ComeSailAway.com. How do we have not, that list of going. experts in their field? I'm not going. And then stew. That's exactly my point. <laughs> it's a 14-day adventure next spring sailing in the eastern Mediterranean. You visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, Athens. Uh, explore the roots of Western civilization on our cruise through history. There's no time machine required. Just a passport and a desire to share your values with the ones you love. Explore Venice, the birthplace of commerce tour greece the origins of the republic and democracy walk where jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked christianity i really want to go to croatia for some reason i don't know why i want croatia's on my bucket list i really want to go there croatia's where they shot game of thrones that's king's landing yes it is that would be that would be great i know comesailaway.com go to comesailaway.com to learn all the details and different packages uh the vip boxes uh sell pretty fast that's what I was told through the grapevine. Sell it pretty fast. So it says right here in the copy, join all those people and myself at comesailaway.com. Comesailaway.com. Pat Gray. All right, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Jeff Fisher and uh, Jason Buttrell uh, filling in for a Pat Unleashed today. Uh, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Of course, you've got uh, Glenn Beck coming up in a little more than an hour on the Blaze Television and Radio Networks. Uh, thanks for all the people who came to the museum uh, this past weekend. I didn't happen to – did I miss you, Jason, this weekend at the, at the museum? Because I – Oh no! I'm seeing a you twelve know, score and three years ago. It's, I'm behind the scenes making sure everything okay. runs. You know uh, what I sorry, mean? I it's like if I wouldn't have been there, the whole thing would have come down. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely behind the scenes. Okay, all right. So I, I just I missed you. Is what 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 you're saying? Yeah. Anyway, thanks for everyone that came out and all the kind words and uh, all the. I mean, by the time you get about halfway through, your your eyes are like, oh my gosh, it's and it's it's more difficult than ever because you realize. One of the hardest things is you realize that it is so much of this is still going on today. You know, when Glenn talks about, you know, you look at uh, uh, what happened in the past and then you see what's happening now and it's leading us down the same road. And, uh, you know, history is repeating itself and the same things are happening and we should see the road signs. And when you actually see the road signs, one of the hardest parts for me is you think, I don't know what to do. I mean, I know it's horrible. I know it's terrible. I don't know what to do. I mean, you know, like, for for example, just as an example, OUR, uh, one of our partners for Mercury One, uh, they're rescuing, you know, child sex slaves from around the globe. At first, when we first start working with those, I wanted to be one of the guys to go in and be pretend to be a dirtbag to bust these real dirtbags desperately. And then I thought, I don't know that I could do it. I mean, it's such a... Have you been on any of the OUR? You've been on oh, a couple yeah. of those, right? Oh, yeah, a couple okay. of them. And, and it's just so, I mean, I, I really I really wanted to be a part of that in the very beginning. And then I then I got, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, I don't know if I could do it. Oh, my gosh. I, I Yeah, that I don't know how those, those guys are amazing to do that day in and day out. And I, this, do we have a quick, quick, yeah, quick absolutely. story? So I was with OUR, and uh, I won't say where, but we were in Southeast Asia. And um, we were, um, they, they took me from the get-go, from the meetup of some of these uh, traffickers, 
uh, I had to pretend like they they had, they were pretending they were they were traffickers uh, looking for uh, look, looking for kids, which is awful. And I was like one of the security guards or something for like some of these rich guys. So we were going and we did the meetup. A couple of hours later, uh, they offered to show samples of what they could provide. So we go to a back alley, real nasty, um, set down at these tables, like a little cafe. And sure enough, they bring uh, a little 12-year-old girl, little 12-year-old girl. And she was drugged out. They had, they had her on drugs. Uh, the OER guys. You just want to rescue her later. now. You just want to take her down. Jeffy, oh my gosh. That, that's what I said. Like they, they, um, they set this up to where, and they, they, so they, could, they could save, you know, you, know, you know, dozens of kids later. But I remember sitting there and just seeing the smug look on the guy's face saying, this is what we can provide. It's this little girl. And I, I, I remember like when, when they were wrapping everything up and you could tell that they were about to split off so they could like, you know, continue the, uh, the planning. I remember saying, no, I cannot. No, I can't leave it like this. I remember looking at the bodyguards and saying, okay, I can take that guy out. I can take that guy out. And this main guy, I'm going to grab in my hands and squeeze the life out of him and save this girl. This is going to end his life right here. But then if that would have happened, OUR couldn't have saved dozens more after the fact. Right. So this this is the things that they do. Mercury One's got some insanely cool partners. Yeah. And OUR is just one of them. I know it is. And and it's a little bit uh, astray from the 12 score three years ago. It's just so, I just don't know what, you know, you want to help by the time you're through with it. And it's it's so difficult to try and and help because you don't know how to help. Yeah. And really, I guess the only thing to do is just donate, right? I mean, it's to, uh, the way that we help is to give the people who can help some money, mercuryone.org. Huge. Yep. Yeah. Huge. More on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, kind of. Uh, this is the Pat Gray program, the Pat Unleashed, on the Blaze Television and Radio Network. Thank you uh, so much for coming along for the ride today. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. But uh, Pat is off uh, recuperating from uh, surgery. He's doing fine. Uh, he's, he's recuperating as uh, well as can be expected. Thank you all for your thoughts and prayers. He'll be back, uh, you know, whenever he gets back. <laughs> when he gets back, he'll be damn happy about it, too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Fisher and uh, Jason Buttrell are filling in for uh, Pat today. Uh, Fourth of July week. I mean, it's amazing. I cannot believe it's the. I cannot believe it's the Fourth of July this week, this year, and uh, this every time I every time I say this line, all I can think of is Stu saying, "No, it's not. not." This year has gone by so fast. (laughs) I mean, it's like time sped up. I think it was Stu looking at me going, no, the time is still going the same amount of time as it always goes. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> it just seems like it's gone by so much. And we just got done talking. I mean, I do you realize I haven't had a cigarette in seven months? That's awesome. I haven't had a cigarette in seven months. That's awesome. It's killing me. No, Jeff, it's the cigarettes that were killing you. No. <laughs> I, I'm telling I mean, it's uh, – I was just uh, – I – I miss it less and less, and I do chew a little nicotine gum from time to time, which the doc said, fine, no problem. Uh, if you want to chew some nicotine gum, chew some nicotine gum. But no smoking. No smoking, no vaping, none of that. He wants all that gone. And I have not done it. I haven't done it at all in seven months. And it's only you know a few times I, I really I see somebody smoking a cigarette and smell it yeah. you know, in the morning. Especially like if I go out in the morning someplace and somebody's 
you know, even outside of these buildings here and somebody's outside and smoking and I, that cigarette smell is in the air, <laughs> just wafting through that beautiful cigarette smell. Do you pretend to have a phone call and just oh stand there for gosh. a while? <laughs> I, I, I want to just punch the guy in the face and take his cigarette right now. They have no idea how close they are to me punching them right in the face. Uh, that was the hardest time. I remember, and you know, I, I didn't understand that really until I remember my grandfather telling me once after he quit that the hardest time that he had was he used to go for walks. He lived in this really small town, and he would walk, uh, you know, he'd walk around downtown, and the store owners would be opening up the stores, and they'd be outside, you know, smoking. And he goes, "That's the hardest time for me. I couldn't do my walk anymore. I had to find a new place to walk because seeing, smelling those cigarettes was driving him crazy yeah. in the morning." And that's I didn't understand it really then. I understand it now. <laughs> I understand it now. And so I have a new plan. I don't know if you know this. If you listen to Chewing the Fat, you know that uh, I've talked about my new plan. Is that uh, uh, instead of uh, instead you know I, instead of struggling with oh I can never smoke again I can never smoke again I'm quitting I quit I got you I heard I heard the doc uh, you heard my story I told the doc to f off I heard, told the heart doc to f off when he told me <laughs> in the in the operation room, I had uh, I had everybody laughing. I was still knocked out when he came over and he said, "No more smoking, no more smoking." <laughs> I got it. <laughs> F you. Okay. I don't know that anybody's ever told that heart doc that before, but I have. <laughs> but uh, my new plan is uh, thirty years from now, I'm going to smoke. That's my goal. My goal is look. Okay, I'll fine. I'll quit. But I'm quitting for thirty years. In thirty years, I am firing one up, baby. <laughs> you can count on it. I'm having a fresh. If they're even available anymore, my when I went not even to be around when I went and saw you in the hospital right after that happened, my uh, it cracked me up. I walked over to the uh, I texted Amber. I was like, "What floor is he on?" She told me, so I went up, and then I walked to like like he had the little nurse, you know, nurse's yeah, station. Yeah. And I was like, "Is it cool for me to go in?" Because you just gotten out of surgery, and I was like, "Is it, is it okay?" Like, and he's like, "Oh yeah." She, she goes, "Well, you know, he's re- he's really quirky, and you know, <laughs> he's joking around a lot. So is that like how he usually is?" And I was like. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, he's ready to go back to work. I'm going right in. <laughs> One doc came in. How's it going? I was like, uh, can I get out of here? And he's just, well, you, you know, you ought to just, you know, you just, you just had a heart attack. You ought to just wait a little bit. I'm fine. Let's go. Let's get me out of here, man. And they had that god off. I don't even tell the whole story again. But they had. I sat up and I was sat in the chair for the most of the time. Uh, I couldn't sit up for the first. I don't know what it was, an hour or two or three or whatever it was. Uh, you had to lay flat because of the way they do the surgeries. And uh, they go in through your groin. <laughs> and uh, so they want you laying flat <laughs> after it is. Uh, so, uh, you know, when I finally set up, but they have, they have these beds now, these new beds that, uh, you know, they, they, what they're built for is so that people don't get bed sores. So you lay on them, and then every every so often you like the right side, and the left, you know, crazy. And they keep moving, you know, they air up and down, but it's uncomfortable. You mm. can't get as soon as oh yeah, there's a good spot. <laughs> left side pops up. Oh, and then you find okay, that's a good spot. Right side, back head. It's just absolutely agonizing. So uh, I just just put me in the chair. Just set me up. As I'm done. I'm sitting in the chair because I asked him, can we shut it off? And only one nurse knew how to not completely shut it off, but shut it down a little bit, put it into what she called um, night mode. She knew how to do it. One nurse over the, I don't know, two or days, two or three days I was in there, she came in and she goes, oh, we'll just put it on night mode. And that all that means is that 
instead of doing it regularly, it does it regularly, only less regularly. So, I mean, you're just by all well, that means is that you're just about asleep into that deep, deep sleep, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can lay down. And <laughs> 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 it starts moving. Move your legs, move your body. Move your I just sit up. I can't take it. Hospital tech crazy. is insane now. It's amazing. It's just crazy. It, yes, it was. I mean, you were, you were, I don't want want to stay on this, but like you no, were, fine. you were in surgery, like what, within what, half an hour of getting there? Uh, I think faster than that, actually. I mean, I, I don't, I just know that, uh, you know, they took me, took me from my house. Uh, they took care of me in my house, put me in the ambulance. I remember looking out the ambulance to see which way I was interested in what, how they getting out of the neighborhood. I remember thinking how they're getting out of the neighborhood and I saw, oh, that's how they're getting out of the neighborhood. And then the next thing I remember we were in, getting into the, we were at the hospital. So apparently they said that I uh, had uh, some extra issues in the ambulance that uh, they took care of because uh, on the way to the hospital because I do not remember any of that. Huh. And uh, then I remember we were trying to get into the hospital, and uh, they w- it was cold out too because I didn't have any shirt on or anything. You know, it was cold. It was winter and uh, it was in December, and uh, uh, I remember getting off the ambulance and the ER door wouldn't open. <laughs> and, uh, the, the, all the ambulance guys are going let's go let's go and it wouldn't open so that people were running from the inside to make it open you know so that, so that it would close because they had the the wind had kept blowing it open so they shut it off you know the automatic doors <laughs> the bed electronically like moves and elevates but we can't open the freaking door <laughs> <laughs> so i go in and they they, so they took me i bypassed everything went right to surgery and they were taking care of me. And the, I remember hearing uh, the doctor will be here in a minute. And I don't know how long, how many minutes that was, but I mean, it was right then. That's yeah. amazing. I remember right hearing there. that speed was just insane. Yeah. But our, our, our medical care is second to none. Absolutely. Quality, Tremendous. speed, everything. And, and, and they want to change it. And the care that these people gave, especially in the ER, you know what I mean? These, the nurses and stuff and, and what they do. And I, I know I joked around with them and, you know, I told the doc and, I, you know, they're telling me stuff. And I, if I could have spoke, I would have said, shut up to the one nurse because she's talking about, oh, you gave me some fentanyl. You probably know about that from the news. And I'm like, <laughs> if I, all I want to do is say, I don't care. Put 18,000 patches on me. I don't care. Okay. But uh, they're all, I mean, the care was second to none. Did you, did you ever, after it was all done, did you ever think, man, I should have traveled to Canada to get my <laughs> medical care? Or I should have, no, tra- or the you know, UK. You know, you know what? I should have went to Cuba. <laughs> I should have went to Cuba. That's perfect for me. I would, yeah, the, the, the quality, imagine the care that you would have gotten there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one time, that one time, just so that we're clear. Strange. Um, before, before we go any farther, let me tell you about uh, Cheryl from Texas who lost 65 pounds uh, doing uh, a keto diet and Riduzone. Yes, that's right. 65 pounds lost thanks to Riduzone and the keto diet. You also known not- as keto in some circles. Really? <laughs> I mean, what circle calls it keto? Just what all, circle calls it keto? Just all the entire circle. Really? Yeah. Not keto? <laughs> no, it's keto. Because keto, oh, keto is the guy from... Uh, that's like yeah, a TV the, show in the yeah. 60s. <laughs> You look like an idiot. <laughs> uh, Kato is the guy from uh, the Green, not the Green Hornet. Yeah, the Green Hornet. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Tremendous. Well, I don't know why she's doing a diet about the Green Hornet guy, but she's doing it right there along with Riduzone. <laughs> Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. You too can use Riduzone and the guy from the Green Hornet to help you lose weight. Riduzone.com, the Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, before we get to, uh, we had some great fun in Portland uh, this weekend. Uh, By great fun, there was not a lot of fun happening uh, in the city of Portland. Uh, But I want to tell you, do you ever think about how you wanted to, how you wanted to go? You know, we talked about, you know, when I, when I had my, I like to call it a heart event now, but I had my heart event and uh, I never thought not once that during the whole process did I think I was going to die. I mean, I never thought, here it goes, this is it, time's up, over. It just it was just like, okay, let's fix it. Mm. You know, uh, let's, let's go. Let's get this over with. Let's get it done. And they did, which wouldn't have happened in Cuba. But uh, I read the story <laughs> about a guy who was, uh, he's trying to uh, move a safe up a flight of stairs. I don't know why you would want to do this. I guess if you're in New York, you want to, you know, you sold it or you want to take it to a new apartment, but he's trying to move a safe. It doesn't say how large the safe was, but it does say that it weighed 600 to 800 pounds. Gosh. Okay. That's a pretty big safe. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a safe in my house that probably weighs that much. You're talking like a Liberty type safe yes. or something. Yeah. I mean, my Liberty safe probably weighs that much. My, the big one I have, I have two Liberty safes, one, a smaller one and one large one. The, they were kind enough to, Send me the fat boy. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I know what I, I know exactly. I see what they did there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it, actually. It's beautiful. And it probably weighs about that much. It's like five feet by three and a half feet, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, Big it, boy. Yeah. And, and you can, on straight ground concrete, you can push it. You know what I mean? You can push it if you really try. You know I mean? You have to use, you know, use your muscles to push it. It will slide. But uh, you're not picking that thing up. No, you're not picking that thing up. So maybe it does weigh more than that. When they've when they've done it around here, I've seen the forklift. Yeah, usually well, gets, be that's out. how they deliver them. Yeah, they deliver. They pull up the truck and the forklift brings it in. Yeah, where you want it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where it stays. Yeah, no question. So they're trying to move a safe up a flight of stairs. They say weighing 600 to 800 pounds. Uh, slide down and pin it against the wall. Oh <laughs> my gosh, man! Death by safe. And another person was injured in the in the. It killed him. Yeah. Oh my god! It killed that guy and it killed and it injured another person. Wow. So I mean, how bad is that? Now there's got to be a way. I mean, we used to, I used to deliver pianos and organs when I was in uh, when I was in high school. That's what we did for party money. <laughs> we delivered pianos and organs for a music store, and moving them upstairs is not fun. But you have to. It's a lot. You know, you got to get skids and and ropes and. You know, pulling things up so it's you know worth you do some time. You don't just slide a piano or a safe upstairs. Yeah, so good safety tip. <laughs> That's insane. good safety tip. I have to help the buddy move a safe similar to that into a U-Haul, and you have to go up the ramp. But I can yes, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that oh my gosh, we about died doing that. <laughs> I can't imagine taking yeah, up it up on a dolly. Up on a dolly. Yeah, on a dolly. Yeah, because yeah. you got with the dolly, you got to make sure that you once you get it, especially up the ramp, then you got to pick up the back wheels. Yeah, and let that. 
guide that back rest of it in. Right. Uh, and we had a beast of a man be the guy that was pulling it up. I mean, well, we I, were just I, mean I wasn't it. there, but <laughs> a, I, I think people were. I don't want people to get confused. I wasn't there. <laughs> I said of a man. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that. But I can't imagine having somebody do that upstairs. Like, there's oh, no way I would attempt nightmare. that. Absolutely no way. I, I can remember people. Whenever people say to you, "Just a couple of stairs," that's about ten to twelve. Yeah. And then when people say uh, it's one flight straight. They're usually honest about that. That's people who say one flight straight. They're pretty good about that. When people say, "Well, it's a pretty good staircase," that means at least one turn, <laughs> one curve, and a long flight. It's a couple flights, you know, probably a couple flights. Oh, the couple flights are killers. And, and that's you got to go up and you got to turn it and then come back around. Oh, but if they say a, a couple flights, it's easily four flights. <laughs> it's not a couple. It was such a oh, such a pain with <laughs> those things. You got to put them up on their sides and slide them up. Oh, nightmare. But I could never. I mean, uh, if you're just trying to slide a safe upstairs, that's that's a little much. madness. That's a little. Much. Don't try that. No. And if you, you know what else you need to do? Don't do. Don't have some cousin or friends to try to sell your house for you. You want a real professional. You want to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, Glenn and Tanya started this because they tried to sell uh, their one house. Um, and it was never sold. In fact, they didn't think it would ever sell. It took forever. And because of that frustration, they you know, thought it had to be a better way. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the better way. Uh, selling your home. Look, everybody thinks you can put balloons out and make bread and your house will be sold. No. And you don't want to have it sitting on the market too long because then people say, well, it's been on the market a long time. What's wrong with it? You want to have somebody that uh, can uh, help you out with that. You don't want any uh, any part-timer uh, helping you out. You want somebody that uh, is experienced and knows what they're doing. And that's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. Uh, they are experts in your neighborhood, and they'll price your home to sell quickly for top dollar. Realestateagentsitrust.com. They are fans of this show and the network, so they're like you. Uh, they are like-minded people. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Jeff Fisher and Jason Butcher filling in for uh, Pat today. Uh, this tweet from uh, at Steve42. Five bucks says AOC will accuse Mossberg of being a racist uh, Nazi. Uh, 100%. <laughs> no uh, doubt. Mossberg is the 93-year-old uh, uh, Jewish man who uh, survived two concentration camps who uh, wants AOC to have a uh, – wants her out of Congress and given a Nobel Peace Prize in stupidity. So I think we can all agree with that. But that's what they all do. No matter who they are, what they stand for, whatever, if you disagree with them, you're a Nazi. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, from uh, Swank Think, uh, thank you, Jason, for addressing the pronunciation of Cato. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what the, keto. What the problem keto. is. It's Cato. What uh, <laughs> the problem is. Jeffy's looking at the uh, Cato diet as well as the Batman diet and the Superman diet. <laughs> and believe me, I don't believe in any of them. Uh, Iran says it has surpassed the limit on its stockpile of low enriched uranium set by the 215 nuclear deal with world powers. Not so that's good. Nothing bad can happen from that, right? It's just not surprising. It, it, it's not. It, they're trying to force us back into the deal. 
they're oper- Iran is operating from a position of weakness, not strength. That's the main thing people need to uh, understand with this. Yes, they shot a drone out of the sky. That was bad. Uh, the tanker thing, now the increasing uranium production. It's, they're operating from a position of, of uh, weakness, not strength. Right. We need to keep the sanctions in place. They are straight killing that country. Good. Inflation is skyrocketing. Their uh, their currency is. I can't remember the last. It's it, it's. I can't remember the what. How far last do we? Was, how far do we? How far do we push them before they are going to have to retaliate? Though they're going to have to do. I mean, they're trying their darndest to provoke us. Um. Sure. Uh. I think that they are. I think that the president was right to not do a retaliatory military strike because we don't have to. The, the biggest nope. strike that's going to come to damage them is going to come from within. Their people are already pissed. They are a powder keg. Their people are. They will do this job for us. We don't have to strike militarily. Keep a, Before uh, World War I, uh, we, were an, uh, we did economic warfare. Before World War II, economic warfare. That's what we need to get back to. It was only after World War II did we get into all these major military confrontations all over the world. But that's never been historically what we've been all about. It's using our mili- our economic might. And this administration actually is doing it right. Use our uh, – there's a very – there's a Trump doctrine, right? Be very, very like, you know, almost like, I don't know, like insulting to someone. Of course. Goad them into it. Try to try to intimidate through words. <laughs> then when that I mean, doesn't that's work, Trump. Absolutely. That is Trump. That's that is. Him. I mean, Trump's done that forever. That's him. Yeah. Right. Um, but when that doesn't work, threaten military, even send. A, 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 so remember when the believe me, you don't want none of this. R- exactly right. Fire and fury. You know, yeah. you will be annihilated. That type of stuff. I and, hope he means it. And See, then, that's the that's the problem, though. See, we've said that before in the past, and then we don't mean it because we can't. You know, it's, it's going to be very difficult to pull that off. Fire and fury. Sure. Uh, you know, because in today's world, with today's media and today's social media and uh, you know, if there's going to be fire and fury, that means there's going to be damage. Yeah. Both uh, structurally and humanly. Sure. So. But, I mean, but the thre- if you threaten it, then you send military over like you did for North Korea. At one point, I think there was four aircraft carriers in that area. Yeah. Um, this stuff with Iran. You hear, you read about it every other week where we're sending another thousand troops over or something like that. That is so minuscule, it doesn't matter. Um, but if that doesn't work, then the president always backs out, backs down every time he backs down and then it hits the country with sanctions. That's the Trump doctrine at this point. He doesn't want to go to war. He's not being a warmonger. He's shown time and time again that he, yeah. that's what he does. He threatens it, shows that he's willing to do it, then backs down, hits them with economic sanctions. I think that's great. I think it's great. I, I hope it works. I hope it works. And I hope you're right about the, uh, you know, it, let that uh, let them uh, let them fall internally, because I think it felt like that was going to happen at one time during Absolutely. the Obama Absolutely. administration, and then it got pulled back because Obama helped them out, right? Uh, yeah, it's called the nuclear deal, <laughs> and uh, pallets billions so, yeah, of dollars happened. in cash. What? Yeah, here's a here's a here's, there's a few billion dollars on on the tarmac on on pallets. Let's see if that, like, you know, I mean, come on, like, I was looking at the stats on this. I showed it on the News and Why It Matters last week. When that happened, their inflation was, just like now, spiraling out of control. Their currency was spiraling out of control. As soon as he started talking to them about the nuclear deal, their economy just starts, not, I want to say skyrocketing, but started well, leveling them, out. Yeah. Right. Then they started, you know, like, basically what he did was he handed them the Middle East. Now Iran's all over the place in the Middle East. 
Way to go. Thanks, Obama. Yep. Right. Wait, good job. Right. Well, now I shouldn't have brought that up. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you know that uh, scientists have suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods? Did you know that? Did you know that uh, the study discovered what these foods also appear to lead people to be overweight and overeat? Did you know that? Did you know that the bottom line is you need fresh fruits, vegetables in your diet? Did you know this? I did not. I do now. <laughs> I did not know that. But uh, now I, I, I do. And so that's no excuse. I need to start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, probiotics. I like the pre better than the pro, but it's up to you. It's whatever you like. This is it's real food. It's not some fake supplement, lab powder. Uh, you can read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables. It's not going to happen. So let's not pretend that, uh, oh, yeah, let's all get together and have kale for dinner. No, not going to happen. Get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Okay, so we've got to get to the Antifa stuff. I've been I, yeah. teasing it all morning. There's some. We've got some. Uh, we've got some great video coverage. We've got some news on Andy No. Uh, we've got. Uh, we've got to get to that coverage. We've got. I don't know what's going on in Portland. I don't even know. Can we consider that a city even anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor is telling. This isn't the first time that uh, you know uh, violence has happened in his city. And just pull the police back. What, why do we even have a police department? Why? doesn't make any sense. Just You guys just pull them out. Don't worry about it. Go. You guys go. Do what you got to do. Have fun. Don't worry about it. Oh, you're going to hurt people and beat up people? Eh, don't worry about it. The police aren't going to be there anyway. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And Ted Cruz uh, a little wound up about the, uh, the protests in Portland, too. We'll get to that just around the corner on Pat Unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome, Jeff Fisher and Jason Buttrell filling in for uh, Pat today. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride. And for those of you that have been asking, Pat is fine. Uh, he uh, is home from uh, his surgery and recuperating. Uh, you know, obviously still sore. But uh, let's hope that the, the surgery uh, does what it was meant to do. And he certainly uh, felt all your thoughts and prayers. Thank you so much. Look, if you... Uh, if you felt like uh, you came up short on Father's Day and you felt like you didn't do enough or, I don't know, you were trying to celebrate Father's Day and your house got hit by a tornado. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, nobody, yeah, that didn't happen to anybody. <laughs> uh, and you want to support uh, a good Christian-owned business, I Target Pro System. Look, we have plenty of places to go to uh, shoot, but uh, you know we actually the television commercial actually has uh, Jason Buttrell in it. Yes, it does with the iTarget Pro. Uh, it's really this is a really cool app. It's I awesome. love this thing, um, and it's a dry firing training system uh, combines your smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. Uh, use your smartphone. Their app app tracks the laser bullet, which fits your gun, and it'll detect exactly where your shots are landing. What I like about it the most, though, with the dry fire system and the iTarget Pro system is that where you're using your gun is where you're going to be practicing. 
Uh, you're not, you know, it, sure, it's fun to go to the range. It really is. And it's fun to, you know, shoot at targets and everything. But the overwhelming odds are is if you're ever going to use your weapon, it's going to be, you know, down the hallway uh, coming out of your bedroom uh, in your living room. Uh, and, you know, heaven, heaven forbid that happens. I, you know, we all, all do not want that to happen. But you want to be able to have that practice in where you're safe and to keep your family safe. And that's why iTarget Pro and the dry fire system uh, exist. It's completely safe, comes with your caliber-specific laser bullet, and uh, you can begin training immediately. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT. 10% off, free shipping with the offer code PAT. Uh, it's also available for uh, you AR-15 fans out there too as well. Uh-huh. Save time, save money, take your skill to the next level effectively and safely with iTarget Pro. It's the letter iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. The Blades Television and Radio Networks. Welcome. Also, uh, one more thank you to all the people that showed up to uh, the Mercury One Museum this weekend. It was great to see you, and thanks for the kind words. And if you can make it uh, to the museum, the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, don't miss it. MercuryOne.org. Get your tickets. And you can come and join us uh, for a 4th of July party. Uh, just go to MercuryOne.org and uh, get information. Come on, join us for a party. A little, little barbecue. If you think there's going to be barbecue and I'm not showing up, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> sadly mistaken. Okay, Portland. Antifa. Uh, good stuff happening in uh, Portland this weekend. Here is uh, some demonstrators uh, you said you're going to see marching uh, down Third Street, and that uh, you know it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing to see the mob march down the street. And you're going to see overwhelming police support. Oh wait, no, you won't. There's no police. I wish I could remember. I said to their chant. I'm gonna make out their chant. I love chanting. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. We're losers. Get out of the street. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was so bad. It's always the same. Like a hey, hey, ho, ho, you got to go or something stupid like that. We believe in killing people. We believe in killing people and you got to go. It's uh, I love it. There, love P- it. Portland. If you like, you can just go on YouTube and like, if you if you look up Antifa versus Proud Boys or just Antifa or whatever, you if you you can trace it back, you know, through what over the, at least over the past like at least three or so but, years. Yeah, it's been at least that long. Yeah, and there, it, it's like it looks like a war zone every weekend. It looks like a war zone. It's absolutely insane. They're at, I mean, they're they're going toe to toe, like exchanging blows. Uh, hitting each other like with clubs and I mean it's absolutely nuts and by and large it seems like the mayor has instructed the police to just hey guys just step back let them pro I, I think that's the misconception is they're like they're they're equating what they're doing as a protest this is all out riot it stops being a protest when vehicles are being turned over smashed and people are getting assaulted which is exactly what which happened. exactly what happened I mean we look at and uh, the mayor uh, Ted Wheeler uh, Edward Tevis Wheeler is the mayor of Portland, just as a yeah, friendly little reminder. Uh, we found that out with uh, with the reporter uh, Andy No, right? I mean, he was uh, he was viciously attacked. 
And uh, and you know what? And and just to go back a couple of days, this is what he. This is the tweet he put out a day before the uh, the rally. He said, "Quote: I am nervous about tomorrow's Portland Antifa rally. They're promising physical confrontation and have singled me out to be assaulted." I went on Tucker Carlson last year to explain why I think they're doing this. They're seeking meaning through violence. Now, he called the shot. He basically said, look, I'm I'm fear of my life because I think something might happen to me. Regardless of that, he still went. Right. Still went. And, of course, uh, then this happens. Punching. They're spraying a silly spring, silly spring on him, and uh, milkshakes. And and somebody came through with like a vicious right handed attack, like a right cross, that right to his face. The, the, some sort of some sort of rock. Oh, I mean, now, now if, if you can't see this and you're just listening, he's walking away and they're still pursuing him down the street. Him. Just following, throwing stuff at him. Now that that right cross, there's a on his Twitter account. You can see the photos of him. Um, there's a huge gash under, uh, I think it's his left eye, and um, th- he went to the emergency room. They're treating him for a brain bleed. Oh, a brain bleed, which could be fatal. Yeah, could be fatal. This is absolutely insane that he had a ripped, uh, torn earlobe. They beat the crap out of this yeah. guy. It's basically what they did. Actually, and if you want to, Michelle Mockin, uh started a fundraiser for him. I'm just going to refresh this because the fundraiser goes up about $5,000 every time I look at it. The goal is $50,000. They, they smashed his camera gear. Beside, not to mention beating the crap out of him. Um, $50,000 goal. It is now at $135,000. Great. Um, so yeah, if you just Google protect Andy, no fund, that's Andy N G O. That's how you, pre- you pronounce it. No fund. So he sells his name N G O, but you're giving me a hard time over Cato. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Just yeah, want to be clear. But, but I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> that's I think that's the whole point there. It's not to go. <laughs> um, listen, this is so the, these quote unquote anti-fascists. Right. So the, these quote unquote anti-fascists, they don't like Andy. No, there's a history between uh, him and, and them. He always shows up and, and does the th- unthinkable. He turns his camera on and shows the truth about what they do, which is a big no, no. But um, <laughs> right, right. 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 Because come on. Um, so he calls them out as he should, as everyone should, as the mainstream media should, which if you listen to people like Chris, Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon, they don't. They just say, well, what do you mean? They're just oh, uh, it protesting. It's friendly protesting. Yeah. We're able to protest. And they're the against US. fascists, right? What's wrong with it being against fascists? Are they? Um, Are they? These quote unquote anti fascists just gave a near fatal injury to a gay minority during Pride Month. <laughs> oh, during Pride Month. Fantastic. Who's the fascist here? Right. Thank you. Who's what? the people who hate? Who are the people that hate? Thank you. Are they that tone deaf? They can't see the hypocrisy in what they say they believe in in their actions? Not a chance do they think that. And you see where I see uh, Ted Cruz uh, actually tweeted and uh, talked about uh, to federal law enforcement, investigate and bring legal action against a mayor who has, for political reasons, ordered his police officers to let citizens be attacked by domestic terrorists. Yes. Uh, Hello. Hello. Uh, find and prosecute these violent felons. Thank you. And a sickening criminal assault to mainstream journalists. Don't cover this up. Don't ignore it. And good luck with that, Ted. 
I mean, yeah, domestic terrorists is exactly what. Like, first of all, that mayor does need to be prosecuted or investigated. Investigate something. What he's doing with the with these with the police or what he's telling them is absolutely insane. Why do we even have police? Yeah, why? Why are there police? Like, there? Why is there a police department? If you your write job, speeding tickets for for income for the city, it's about it. Yeah, I mean, your job should be to protect the citizens, and obviously, the citizens of Portland are not being. Protected. I thought they protect and serve. Right, that's the whole. Yep, setup. you yeah, yeah. not in Portland. Not in Portland. I mean, there's a picture. Do we have the picture of the guy before and after? Is on on. Uh, we weren't sure of his name. Yeah, this guy. Now they show him in the face with some of the Antifa people, and he right here is at the very beginning. This is a different guy, by the way. This is not. Yes, this is not reporter Andy No. And then uh, he's talking to him. Then right after, good boom. gosh. Uh, this is the loving uh, piece that they uh, that they care about. They want to hear differences of opinion. Oh he's yeah, covered no. in blood. No, they don't. He's covered in blood. They do not want to hear differences of opinions, and they don't care. They need to declare Antifa a domestic terror group. Uh, they need to do that right now. They're terrorists. D- declare them as such so we can go in and start breaking them up but they're That'd like oh great. but they're not centralized like the proud boys we don't that's exactly the point they yeah. have cells like terrorists they have cells in different cities they are exactly like terrorists but you know what they'll they'll, they'll take off people like gavin mcginnis off of, of a twitter they'll take people they'll take the proud boys off of twitter but they won't take antifa right. accounts off twitter right. in Crazy. fact antifa uh, the antifa group that was responsible for this were, they were bragging about this on Twitter. Of course they were. Bragging. I, mean, I don't know if it was true, if it ever was true at all, but there were reports that some of the milkshakes were put it, putting in uh, quick-drying yeah. cement yep. in the shakes that they were throwing on people. The I Portland don't know police, that that were true. The Portland police is investigating it. But that's actually an investigation. They're looking into it. Well, Yeah, okay. We'll see if that actually Yeah, happens. the Portland okay, police. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> they have detectives. Um, so we'll see if that's report. Now they showed, we, I saw a video showed where they were pouring these milkshakes and giving them to people. And I, I, it, those, I, I don't, I don't know if it's true or not. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't appear to be true, but maybe, maybe someone did, maybe like one person did or something. I don't know. We'll see. I hope not. Cause now that stuff is nasty too. Yeah. I mean, that's a chemical attack. Yeah. It's 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 either way. It's like if if you if you pour that stuff in, if you ever work with quick drying cement, it gets really hot, like right at the beginning, because there's yeah. a chemical reaction yeah. going on. Because of a chemical reaction. So if they throw it on them, then it's burning your skin. It's it tells you right there on the bag to be careful not get it on your right. skin. You have to wear gloves when you use this stuff. If they if they do it after the fact, and it's already hardened. Then come that's on, just, that's, that's just a brick. <laughs> but the, but then people trivialize the use of milkshaking. They're like, oh, that's no big deal. That's it's, a milkshake. It's just funny, you know. That's it's just milkshake. like it's com- like say, comedic. I, I would say as a side note of just a milkshake, they're not just milkshakes. Those are too delicious <laughs> to be throwing at people, man. What kind of honor? waste, right? That's a complete waste. That's man. almost a bigger crime for I will you. Say, right? They seemed a little. They seemed a little, little liquidy. <laughs> Uh, for me, if you're going to make milkshakes, they need to be thicker. But I guess if you're, you're going to use them just to throw up people, you want them to be liquidy. See, when 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 you're wasting an ice cream substance, you've it's, clearly crossed the line for and, Jeffy. And seriously, Portland needs to be shut down. <laughs> uh, there's no kidding about that, man. That is ridiculous. That's Cross the line. I don't care if you're throwing it at people. Whatever you're throwing at people, just don't do milkshakes. <laughs> ridiculous. All right, so uh, we'll wrap it up. I know that uh, Jason's got to go and... Uh, for those of you that uh, usually see Hillary at the top of the hour on the Blaze Television Network, uh, Hillary won't be here today. Apparently, she gets time off. Weird how that happens. Uh, <laughs> but you're filling in for Hillary today on uh, the uh, the four minute buzz. Yeah, I don't think you're getting. Uh, I, I'm sorry. You know, you're usually seeing <laughs> Hillary at this time. Now you're going to see me. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, it's not. Uh, look, 
It's not me, but <laughs> that's true. No. Wait, oh no, no, no! I was no, laughing. You can leave. Oh yeah, I'm out of here. You can leave. Yeah, go go read your little <laughs> script for the four minute buzz that you got to take ten minutes in advance for that thing. What the heck are you doing? Can you hold this down for ten like minutes 10? in advance? Are you, but I'm more worried about you. It's 10 I don't minutes know. So you have to be here alone. I don't know if I okay. can handle it or not, but thank you. I can come back in and save you if you want. Well, I know, but can, can, can makeup come in now and <laughs> touch you up while you're in here? Or, you okay? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, don't forget to listen to uh, – don't forget to the get out. Don't forget to listen to uh, Jason and myself and uh, my son Maximus uh, today for uh, – you can just, just walk in front. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, my God. How I wish I could turn this camera on. The uh, Jesus, I mean Keith just walks it back. Keith doesn't even care. He just walks back and forth and back. <laughs> but anyway, Jason and uh, myself and uh, my son Maximus for uh, Talking Fear uh, podcast that we do each week, each Monday. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, and you'll be alerted with a boop when uh, that gets uploaded every single day so many of us feel frustrated and powerless watching the news and politics in the country no kidding uh every day most of the media is left-wing conservatives are being silenced online even big corporations are now subsidizing left-wing causes other than voting what can you do and that's uh, that's a frustrating situation all around you can start supporting companies that believe in the same values you believe in and that's why i want to make the switch to patriot mobile in 2013, a group of conservatives got fed up with watching their cell phone bill going to the left and created Patriot Mobile. In 2015, they've quietly raised over $2 million for conservative causes, and that's why they need your support. Get the name, same nationwide service and a portion of your bill going to support the candidates and causes you believe in. Uh, with unlimited plans starting as low as $25 a month, you could save money and help save our country from the left. Isn't that special? Right now, Patriot Mobile is offering a free month of service on all new lines. Switching is easy. It's a matter of fact. Mercury Real Estate and Glenn's family all made the switch. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze and use the promo code Blaze for a free month of service. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. You can uh, tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed or uh, at Jeffy JFR or at Jason Buttrell. Uh, be ready to see uh, the beautiful and uh, lovely Jason Buttrell doing the four-minute buzz at the top of the hour. Those of you that are watching on uh, the Blaze Television Network, on uh, the Blaze Radio Network, the Glenn Beck program. Well, the four-minute buzz airs on uh, Blaze Radio as well, so you get to hear that too. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you want to participate. Okay, so this story, I'm, I'm torn on this story because I want to like it. I want to uh, I want to say how cool it is that it happened, but then I see why it happened, and I think, I don't know. So a guy gets a face transplant, and the face transplant is so cool uh, that it happened. And he, it happened like 18 months after he attempted to kill himself. And we have a picture of him uh, right here. The left is after he attempted to kill himself. Those of you watching on Blaze Taylor, sorry, but you know that's just the way it looked like after he, after he tried to shoot himself through the through the chin. 
And the, the one on the right, obviously, is you know, the, with the face transplant. I want to love it. I want to think, wow, that is remarkable that we're doing that. And it was supposed to be done, you know, to help people who were born with disfigurements. And uh, we're we're doing this face transplant program that's pioneering work in New York uh, at the at the Langholme Medical Center. It's pioneering, and I. I uh, it's fantastic. But on the other hand, I mean, this guy, I tried to kill himself. And we're doing, that's a, I mean, I'm glad he's getting his life together. I hope he doesn't want to try to end his life again. I hope he wants to, you know, I hope this turns him around. I hope it makes it wonderful. I know that his, it talked about how, what a struggle it was for him afterwards. But maybe that struggle is what he needed. I, I don't know. It just, it, uh, that's what, what, what I'm torn on is that, you know, it's such a, such a cool thing and yet i want to say no no thank you i just if you if you attempt i don't know good good for him good for him right good for him the city of detroit you talk about good police departments now we talk about the portland police department which are you know i don't know absent disappeared they have their stealth device on. Nobody even knows where they're at. But Detroit police are on top of it. They arrested a local graffiti artist as he painted a mural. Uh, and they said, hey, Sheafy McFly, that's his name, uh, you're working on a viaduct here in the Motor City's northeast side. What are you doing? Don't be, don't be putting that on, on those things. Get out of here. We're going to arrest you. So uh, he didn't have a city-issued permit in his hand. And they showed up and uh, they... Uh, Situation escalated, and they arrested him. Uh, then he went to uh, treat it on. He was saying, hey, um, I'm doing this for the city of Detroit. You people told me uh, that I, I'm commissioned from you to st- keep painting this here in the city. Duh. What are you doing, police? And so uh, they've realized that, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, <laughs> we shouldn't have arrested him. And we moved on. So uh, good luck to the city of Detroit as they uh, continue to arrest people that are trying to uh, make the city a better place. And this could happen to any city or you, any business in America. I hope it doesn't. But uh, the city of Riviera Beach, Florida, has agreed to pay 65 bitcoins, about $592,000, to hackers who seized control of the city government's computer system. A city employee working in the police department opened an email that contained ransomware. This allowed hackers to gain control of the entire system and encrypt it. The town's police and fire departments were forced to write down hundreds of 911 calls a day by hand. Email and phone services were shut down. People had, pay, police had to use paper tickets. Oh, no. I don't know. I might be okay with this now that I'm reading on about it. Um, the IT director, Justin Williams, told hey, it's going to cost a million to fix and update the city's computer network. So it's going to cost a million to fix, or we pay 592000 to the hackers and the ransomware, and they let give us back our internet. And so they decided, hey, we're going to pay the money. Yeah. Now, this could happen uh, very easily. You know, on Friday, I got an email uh, here at work that said, uh, hey, it's come to our attention that some people 
uh, are receiving fake emails that have spoofed or impersonated someone in position of leadership. And uh, said if you receive suspicious email asking for money transfers, purchasing equipment, or some other unusual requests, uh, please reach out separately to confirm uh, if it was real or not. And I thought, okay, well, you know, no big deal. Uh, no big deal at all. I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, probably not going to get those emails. And I never open up stuff that I don't from people I don't know. Well, rarely. But then I get an email later that day, later Friday, I get the email. And this, tell me if you think this is uh, someone that you know or not. Hello. Warmest greetings to you. I can promise you that no one I would deal with, not one person I deal with says, warmest greetings to you. I hope life has been good with you and this email finds you well. I want to ask you about something I need help with. I need to get $300, and then in parentheses, $100 in three pieces, Amazon gift card for three church friends because today is their birthday, but I won't be able to get it for them as I am in the middle of something. Will you be able to pick it up at my store around you, at any store around you? When you get the cards, scratch them to get the pin. Take a photo of the pin, attach the photo as a file, and mail it to me. Suggest a way you will like to pay ba- pay back on tomorrow morning. Uh, will check be fine? Kindly get back soon. Does that sound like anyone you know? Anyone? No, it's not to me. Will you be able to pick it up at any store around you? When you get the cards, scratch them to get the pin. Take a photo of the pin. Attach the photo as a file and mail it to me. Suggest a way you will like me to pay back on tomorrow morning. We'll check be fine. Not going to happen. Not going to happen for me. And So you figure you send out how many of these? I mean, I don't know how many millions of these get sent out. And how many get through? And then the percentage of people that go out and do it? Um, wow. I thought we were going to get rid of this. I thought uh, that we were going to get rid of this stuff. But they're still getting through. So if I clicked on this, man, we could be paying. We could be having to pay some Bitcoin fines for ransomware. But no, I didn't click on it. I just I just looked at it, and I, and I copied and pasted it and took a snapshot of it. I didn't click on it. I know better. I know better. All right? I maybe clicked on it just to see if it would happen. But it didn't. It's fine. All right, thanks for uh, listening today. Uh, Pat is doing fine. For those of you that uh, uh, were wanting to know how he did, he had surgery on Friday and, of course, is uh, home and uh, recuperating. Uh, he'll be back ASAP. I don't know exactly when that will be, but it will be very, very soon. Have a great 4th of July. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with me, Jeff Fisher. Subscribe to that. It's one of the fastest growing podcasts in America. I don't know if you know that, but uh, you want to be a part of the wave. Don't jump on board now uh, before it's too late. Uh, you can subscribe wherever free podcasts are sold. Glenn Beck, uh, and along with his cohort, Stu on uh, the Glenn Beck uh, radio program coming up here on the Blaze Television and Radio Networks. Thanks. Thanks.